0: What's happening, everybody? Um, welcome to episode four of the Simple Dad Podcast. I am your host, Quincy Forte, joined by my co-host and brother, Mr. Ramon. How's it going, sir?
1: What's going on, brother? How you doing, man?
0: Uh, you know, I'm uh, still awake, um, and its uh, we record this at like 8, 30, o'clock, for those wondering. Um, and I'm typically a zombie by then, because I wake up at 3 every morning. So... Um, I am happy to be um, somewhat functioning at nine (laughs) o'clock for, for, for some that may not seem like a large feat. Um, but if you ask my wife, as soon as I hit the bed, as soon as I hit the pillow, um, I'm out like a light,
1: you know, what's funny is like, um, sometimes it's like for me, like I might stay up to like midnight, one o'clock in the morning sometimes, Mm but my thing is like, I don't even though I might stay up late, I don't like to be out at this time of night, like to be at home.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny because, I mean, you and I were both told nothing good happens after one o'clock. And so growing up, we didn't really believe that. Um, So you kind of tested the waters and the limits, but then you realize as you get older, you're like, man, it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. There's, I mean, there's really nothing going on. Like, I'm not going to miss anything. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Like,
1: the rest of the world is asleep. so it's just social
0: duty. Well, I learned that the Whataburger drive through line at that time was not sleep um, because it was always packed at, like, one, two o'clock. <laughs>
1: that or Taco Bell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've had many a three o'clock chicken, chicken, Taco Bell, chicken burritos. Um, so speaking of long drive through lines, um, so today uh, we treated Andrew to a snow cone um, and it's because he, he leveled up in his karate belt. So, you know, round of applause for, for Andrew for making it to the next level.
1: Uh, That's indeed. What level are you at now?
0: Uh, he's, they call it a cheetah belt. So it's kind of in between um, like a green belt. Um, so his next level, he'll be like combat. So we had to buy all the gear um, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. So sidetracking, it's kind of interesting how they, they uh, sort of lean you, wean you into how much more expensive it's going to get uh, through this thing. Cause then it's like starts out, hey, the lessons this much a month. And you're like, Oh, that's doable. And they're like oh well you know you have to pay this much for testing too so every time he tests for another belt uh you have to pay this plus you start to pay the monthly thing and i'm like all right well that's cool and if he wants to do a tournament you have to pay this um and then it's this for a regional national whatever the tournament and i'm like all right and then whenever he levels up to the combat thing Oh, wait, you have to buy combat gear now. Um, so there's no portion of what you've been paying for almost a year and a half
1: that right. to goes
0: towards this combat gear. But mm-hmm. then you also have to uh, buy a bag because you can't just have this combat gear. Well, so you right. might as well get one of the branded bags that we got here. And All I'm right. like, what in the world is going <laughs> on? So yeah, um, that's my, my, my rant. But so anyway, um, long story short, we went and got snow cones today. Um, and everybody is itching to get out of the house. Like literally the snow cone line, it's like a little shack or whatever. And so it's not usually that long ever. Um, but today it was like wrapped around the building, but then it's pulled back into, because it's in the same parking lot as like a Kroger right and so people are confused because they're like i don't know if i want if i'm in this line or if i need to get around and it's just blocking traffic but everybody wanted snow cones um and so we went there first pass we're like all right cool uh this is way too long uh mommy wants ice cream so let's go to brahms at the street grab her ice cream real quick because that line shouldn't be too long um, because it's brahms it's always open and we'll just come back and hit it through the launch we should be, should be you know down it's three o'clock it's probably like everybody's like doing their grocery shopping and uh treating their kids and stuff and so we go to, to the brahms and the brahms line is like around the building wrapped around and i'm like dude what everybody is just losing their minds today and they're like i gotta get out of the house the sun's shining i need some sort of sense of normalcy man so uh, today yeah, was I mean, interesting
1: <laughs> I, I think it's a uh, you know kind of like I, I made the joke when I figured out that everybody like they had kind of opened things back up here in Texas on Friday I guess um and i told her like I made the joke I was like oh the, the parole board approved everybody's uh release <laughs> like, everybody out on pro <laughs> well
0: we i mean we've had like it's i mean we've had people in our neighborhoods where i told you like we had the we got the club across the street um but then the other day we kind of were going for a walk as a family and then like these parents are just like letting their kids there's like there's like uh, at least eight or nine kids outside riding bikes hanging out in the driveway and mom comes out she's talking to them and i'm like what are y'all doing and like we're all like Yo, uh, Andrew, I know we tell you not to walk on the street, but we're about to walk around these kids because 'cause they're taking the sidewalk and they're looking at us funny. Um, because they're just outside <laughs> with no care in the world, hanging out, being all all upon each other. So Yeah, you
1: know. and I I mean it is uh, I guess when you've been trying your best to uh adhere to whatever social distancing rules they've been having, it's kinda like and then you get out and you realize nobody else is doing it. You're like, what are y'all doing, man? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, does, I, it does throw you for a loop. I, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm torn because I guess that for me, I I don't really adhere to, like, any, like, I mean, you, we talked about this last week with Suave. Like, I don't really adhere to any particular guideline. It's just always by rule. Like, I don't need anybody all up on me. Like if you're like two feet, you're like way too close to me, especially if I don't know you. Um, yeah, don't put your arm around me on me and we don't I don't know you. Like, I mean, I'm just like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think um again, it's like this is normal for me. Like I, I know when um like I'll be at the gas station or something like that and I'm waiting in line so I can pay for my gas and somebody's standing behind me and I'm like why are you so close this is like right behind
0: you yeah like,
1: I mean even like they could be like maybe two feet behind me and I'm like they're still too close why are you I'm just paranoid
0: we have have some sort of post-traumatic stress in the thing because kind of some of the neighborhoods that we grew up in and stuff like that like you just that's suspicious behavior right like why
1: are you so close to me
0: that is and it's like and even
1: like when you be at the uh, like uh, ATM or something like that like I normally like leave like at least a good seven eight feet between me and the person that's trying to get their cash up and then I see somebody that's like three or four feet behind me while I'm in I'm like yo why are you so close to me <laughs> Just a little parrot.
0: I remember when we first moved out here. There was a lady like where I was putting my pin in the keypad at the grocery store, and dude, Mm -hmm. she literally had put her stuff on the belt, but then she had like moved like all the way up to where like where the pin pad is. She's maybe like a foot from the pin pad because she's just ready to go, maybe in a hurry, and they had already run my groceries. So I was just doing my thing, and I look over and like literally I could touch her if I needed to, and I'm just like uh and then she mm-hmm. she didn't feel like she did anything wrong uh but then she looked at me and kind of saw my disposition and was like oh i'm sorry and i was like yeah you're <laughs> making me real nervous right now <laughs> uh, yeah i think
1: i think it's a little ptsd <laughs> i'm
0: just cautious um, i don't like i like my personal space
1: i, I do too i'm very aware of my surroundings. <laughs> And I think uh, even, you know, like, uh, you know, like, I go to certain places and I'm not the type of, like, I'm not very, uh, like, the type of person that just walk up and just hug people and stuff like that. And, you know, I think now everybody else is starting to get to that point to where they won't just come walk up and hug you. Otherwise, like, because anytime before that, I would just be like, yo, boy, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do this. I don't hug strangers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're
1: not we're not that close
0: <laughs> uh, we're about to go ninja with with uh, the baby just because people every time i see a stroller they like want to stick their hand in or they want to kind of peek over or get close and be like oh cute baby and we've kind of been like hands offish anyway just because we're like mm. "Yo, that's a little weird that you just go up to somebody random and like peek all close to their baby and want to put your hands all in their face i'm like yo I don't even, what like, you, why would you do that? Why would you think that was okay? Uh, and so, kind of like now, it's going to be like Super Ninja, like, whoa, um, back man. up. Like, I'll, you want me to take a picture, I'll show you a picture of what the baby looks like in this I me
1: mean, Sick Andrew, Andrew on him now. Like, <laughs> like do that movie you learned in class, huh? son.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, he will, he will, t- <laughs> he is not shy about telling people about themselves. And he'll say it loud.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, the, that's like the beauty of being young and old is that you kind of get to say what you want, and everybody's just kind of like, oh, you not know any better.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I I mean, I think that's, um, that's 100% true because I can't wait to get to that phase as an old man to where uh, people will just let me say what's really on my heart.
1: Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, it. like, that's one of the reasons why I'm looking forward to getting old, because I can just say what I want everybody to everybody. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so funny. Uh, so speaking of old and elderly and things like that, uh, so today's topic uh, is the the idea of death and how do you... Um, how do you broach the subject uh, with a child um, or with a kid? Uh, And I guess we can start with our experiences. Um, Like, so for me, um, and you can kind of uh, co-sign a little bit, Ramon, about it, but like for us, um, death was always tied into this idea of uh, spirituality, Jesus going home and stuff like that. And so uh we were exposed to a lot of the real sides of it. Um at a young age, at a youngish age, right? Like uh, I don't even remember. So I we went to to Nebraska for a funeral um uh for grandpa And we were walking up and seeing the body and doing the stuff and the walk around and all that stuff. And, um, I would not say that I truly understood it, um, at that age and I was nine years old. And so I don't remember, and maybe they did have the previous conversation or prior conversation, but I don't ever remember a prior conversation kind of about, um, the idea of what it was, um, and even in the sense of having an animal um, that passed away prior to a grandpa passing away, like we moved a lot, like we didn't have animals in the, in the apartments and stuff like that. Um, when we moved um, AJ, the dog, um, we had to like leave him. And so we never um, got to experience those kind of cycles um, as mm-hmm. it is. And so now um, growing up and having um, a child, you know, or two children, um, right? Uh, we're having to. Uh, we lost um, a cat. Uh, we've lost um, Grandma uh, Andrew's great grandma. Um, we've lost Grandpa Jane. You know, so we've had significant loss throughout the family. Um, but then the first experience with him um, with death was um, losing our cat Hazel, right? And so, right. Um, we kind of explained. Uh, and, and that you know, Hazel, she passed away. Um, she went to live with Jesus, right? Uh, and so he is <laughs> so interesting. Um, so I, that happened. Um, we kind of didn't want to disrupt the day or do any of that stuff, right? So it was, uh, he still went to school. Uh, he was going to a daycare at that time, and so we explained that to him, um, and um i guess later that morning we're getting in the car um on the way to school he's kind of thinking he's always deep in thought right processing um and then uh we get all the way to his school and he says daddy what did we do with the litter box and i'm like huh i was like uh it's still in the house and he's like well um, Hazel's been having accidents in the house. I hope Jesus has a litter box. And I was like, uh, mm. I was like, so she's all better now,
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> uh, so she's not gonna right. have any accidents, and it's a large space, and so. Um, but at the same time, like I thought about it, and I was like, man, we're kind of. Um, when he's he's four, I mean, six or it was four four or three at the time, it's kind of hard to explain to him death and stuff like that at a at a, a granular level, um, best we understand it, right? Um, uh-huh. But at the same time, I feel like um, that we and how we explain it is kind of sugar-coated um, and we kind of dance around it um, and the thing uh, because now his understanding is we have an, an aging dog. Um, who is about to suffer the same fate, essentially, Um, and even when grandma died. And, like, his thing is, uh, he doesn't know how to attach an emotion to that of extreme grief. He just sees it as a fact of life. And so we told him about grandma. He was like, oh, man, that's sad. Uh, He thought about it for a second, then he was kind of ready to move on with his day. Um, And it kind of made me think, Oh man, that's, um, that's kind of how the world works. Like it happens. Uh, And for the rest of the world, the rest of the world continues to go. They may not even know that you passed away and it just, the world doesn't stop Um, for him. And in that moment I was like, Holy crap. Like it literally in this microcosm of engagements. um, I understood that the world truly keeps going. Yeah. Uh, So with that, um, what are your thoughts on kind of um, just the idea maybe of coding it um, or how, how best to explain it um, to a kid or how you understand it and how you would explain it?
1: Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult, man, because, um, you know, I, I think with death is something that no matter what age you are, you don't really quite understand it. <laughs> like even as as adults, you like you understand that at some point it's going to happen, right? Even though you you might not know when, you don't know how, but you understand that at some point, like nobody leaves this earth alive, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you it's hard to wrap your mind around it. So trying to explain that to a child, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, it can be a little bit. It, it's a little difficult. Right. Um, you know, I I remember. Um man, so I remember, when was this? 2018. Um, you know, a couple of, you know, my my friend, she had passed away. And she had two kids.
0: Right.
1: And I went I remember going to the funeral and um, you know, these kids, they're they're a little up in age, right? They're like preteens at this point. But Um, you know, they, they, they handled it pretty hard while we were inside, but then, you know, by the time they got outside, you know, it was kind of like, I think they kind of accepted it. Like, all right, this is what it is. Time to move on. You know, like world doesn't stop. Life doesn't stop. We kind of just have to keep pressing on and you know, trying to explain it to somebody who is, like, Andrew's age. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't think he, as intelligent as he is and as uh, maybe even emotionally advanced as he is, uh, like you said, I don't think he has the, the emotional IQ to quite connect the dots just yet. You know what I mean? He understands. It's like, okay, I'm not going to see this person anymore, but, and that's sad, but okay. What else? What's next? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And and, and I was going to say, so the last thing that I would want him to do or the last thing that I would want anybody to do for me um, is to sort of stop. Like I don't want anybody to stop. -hmm. Whatever they're doing and lose whatever progress or function or um, (laughs) lifestyle or life that they had, right? Right. Um, At my accord, and and so like I I don't necessarily believe in um, shutting down your day, Um, and that maybe that's just because I I don't have the that that type of emotion level um, to process it like that. I process it through activity. Um, and through uh, reveling in the relationships that I do have and the bonds that are still able to be had, kind of, I mean, mm-hmm. if you think like this pandemic and how it's affected people and how they want to reach out more so than ever, it's kind of that same thing. You start to realize, man, like, honestly, uh, and the, the most recent uh, kind of, experience that i had like it was kind of you know kind of the grand grandma thing right so she, she was um for you know for us and for the family we felt it was kind of like a, a heartache thing with james and stuff like that and everybody who was around yeah. her kind of knew that idea right but um uh, the most impactful thing that happened was like so was the nipsey hustle thing like you texted me and said yo you know nipsey got shot and i was like what? Like the victory lap just came out, you know, there's no mm-hmm. way that, that Nip, you know, money making Nip, you know, he literally is on the cusp of like this great Race. thing. Yeah. And like he just turned the corner and yeah. like there's no telling what was next, right? And like he's yeah. educating these people. Technology's thriving. Um like mainstream
1: America it just started opening up to
0: him. Right. Um and then that happened, and I was like, "Man, life is really fragile. Like, it's super fragile." Uh-huh. Uh, and like, even hearing, like, still listening to his music is still powerful. But it's kind of like, that's not even like the the precipice of like what he, the pinnacle of what he's going to become. Right? Uh-huh. That was just that was just the start. Like, he's just scratching the surface. Like, he had broke through to one hierarchy, um, and he was still working to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, even
1: more, even more recently, like with Kobe, man, like, Mm, uh, like, like, I got the message from, you know, from Ernest, my homie Ernest. Like, he hit me and it was like, uh, it was like, yo, Kobe just like, I think, I think the text was like, Kobe, like, was in a car, uh, like a helicopter accident or something like that, or Kobe just died. And, um, like. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you can't be talking about Kobe Bryant. Like, because <laughs> like, that's the only person, like, you can just say Kobe and you know exactly what they're talking about. Like, yeah. They like, ain't be talking about Kobe Bryant. Like, that would the furthest thing, like, from my mind was that Kobe Bryant was going to die anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, when I, I immediately went and looked it up and saw it on TMZ, I was like, oh, man. Like that's, that was a shock, you know what I'm saying? Because again, like, you know, as, as even as adults, it's hard to wrap our minds around death. You know what I mean? And we're full grown adults, you know what I'm saying? And people who've been dying in our lives for years, but every time you hear it, it's like a, there's like an initial shock of it. And then it's like, um, at that point, you have to start processing it. Now, how how different people process it in different ways, you know what I mean? And, and um, you know, obviously just dealing with, you know, different cultures and different things like that, everybody has a different way of understanding, not just death, but what happens after death. You know what I mean? Like the way you explained it to Andrew uh, with, with Hazel's passing, you know, saying that she went to go live with Jesus, Um, you know, which is, you know, it's a, it, it kind of settles his mind at that point, but you know, like, Oh, okay. Well, she's all right.
0: (laughs) I don't, well, and so here's the thing. I don't know that I needed to say the, she went to live with Jesus. I could have said she passed away. She's no longer with us. And Mm -hmm. he would have maybe accepted
1: accepted that,
0: but maybe the, the Jesus thing was a, um, closure for me to like explain it to him. So maybe I'm sugar coding it for me uh, to deliver him the message where he doesn't need that, or they don't need that particular piece because at that age, their rationale. And if you think of like the ego um, and, and the id and the superego and all that stuff, and the most primitive level, they're just like survive. Right. And so you give them the basic information. They're like, cool. I'm going to survive off of that um, until we actually evolve into a deeper emotional understanding
1: um, I mean, and so like I I guess it's different because I know with me you know like you know mom she cracks on me all the time about how um I, I always like I'm the one that's always trying to ask why <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and I mean even to this day I'm always still like asking why like like what's the purpose what's the meaning of it like what's behind it but, you know, some some I guess some kids, you know, they they they's like you, you explain it to them, and they're like, oh, OK, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> uh, and I was completely expecting more questions like right. I was expecting like this whole list of like, well, what's it like or what's anything mm-hmm. like this? And obviously mm-hmm. there were questions I didn't have answers to, um, but right. I was expecting the 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 rhetoric or whatever. Um, And it just never happened. And so I kind of think he processes it like me um, to some extent, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's more internally. um, And he kind of deals with it however he can deal with it internally. Which is interesting.
1: Andrew's never been to a funeral, has he?
0: No. So that's one of the things that we don't do um, is we just don't, um, because I don't even like necessarily going to funerals. um, And I don't like going up to the casket and the bodies and all that stuff. It's just uh, super weird to me um that we go and like cry over something that's not even that person anymore um it's just a shell. yeah i mean the most uh so he has been to a service um honestly and it was for uh one of ashley's aunts um who they did a uh, they cremated her um but then so the service was just like a picture of her on an easel and then a bunch of it was kind of like a life ceremony um mm. and they just kind of celebrated the life and those are the kind of services i'm like oh this is amazing because we're celebrating the, the time that the person's here Um uh, we're not mourning over a um a carcass
1: that's kind of what i want <laughs> <laughs> the
0: carcass like, I don't part I don't or I the want. life thing huh the carcass part or the life ceremony? Oh no,
1: the, the the life, like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, like
1: I want a memorial service. Like I know when I pass away, I don't want people crying over my body. I'm not there no more, man.
0: Like, oh, man, I like want-
1: just, just remember the good times. Play some dominoes and <laughs> eat some chicken tenders or some, something. It's just- a,
0: your your funeral is going to be sponsored by Golden Chick. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, I mean, that's kind of, like, how I feel. Like, I don't want, like, a morbid death, death, yeah. like, death march. Um, I kind of want the, the NOLA where they have the band, the the band playing. Like, give me some right. horns. Like, if I can get All a right. DJ, um, I'll right. build a Spotify playlist um, that right. people can, like, jam to. And then be like, oh, Quincy did like this song. Oh. Okay. Um, and then, like, I honestly thought about doing that, like, building, a, like, a playlist to where hey, these are all the songs I want to play to my life ceremony just because they were the songs that meant something to me at certain periods of my time. Um, obviously, you want to cater those songs towards for every audience and not like to make them say, uh, for like masterpiece for my high school era um, and the whole sofa shocker phase. Um, but, um, but yeah, kind of like that, just kind of like a celebration thing um, and all those, the, like the uplifting moments. And I want people to, to experience those moments um, and kind of the best way that I know how to express them is kind of through music and like mm-hmm. this song means this to me um, and this song means this to me and this song was for this period of life um, that I want you to experience because we're also spread out if you weren't able to be directly um, in my life for that time frame, right?
1: Yeah. And I think that's the whole purpose. Like when you look at uh, like New Orleans, mm-hmm. like when it, the first line and the second line and all that. Like, that's the whole purpose of that is to celebrate. Like, like death is not supposed to be a sad thing. Like, it's more of a, like a going home kind of thing. Like, the idea of, you know, when you pass, you're going to a better place. You
0: know what I mean? And let me tell you, don't let me do all this work to pass away to be, like, looking fit. But then when you die, you get bloated anyway. And for <laughs> all my gains be taken away in the casting i like yo quit. I, ready.
1: <laughs> I spent all that time running and all the time in the gym I don't get to
0: take it I don't
1: get to take these muscles with me
0: <laughs> burn me in my prime like with the six packs and all if I get a six right. pack just cremated uh right. with me I don't want the bloated and I don't want I don't want none of that caked up clown makeup right my hair is fake. It's like a dreadlock wig. Like I don't want that. Because <laughs> Bob Marley, they had they had the, shade his.
1: the You get stuck with the uh, Stevie Wonder dreads, where it's like,
0: <laughs> like if my head shifts in the casket, like then the wig is still there. Like I don't want any of that, man. Like I just, uh, I just, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Oh. Uh, i I mean kind of just the things people do man but like i um yeah no
1: but but yeah i don't think there's like just kind of get back to the subject i don't think there's any easy way to explain it to to a child man it's just um like i have no advice on (laughs) on how to explain death to a child like because it's other than just saying like look it where they are they, they're they not suffering anymore they don't have to if they were sick they're not sick anymore they, they don't have to worry about the pain and, and stuff they're in a better place
0: yeah no it's. i mean because uh, i think it is like an onion um so if you explain it one way um and they have questions the contrary like then Uh, Like, for example, if they're, like, where's heaven? And you're, like, well, it's, you know, somewhere in the sky. And, like, well, I thought space was up there. Well, it's, like, past space. Well, what do you mean, past space? Like, how (laughs) space is expansive? Like, and especially for somebody who studies up on science, Uh uh, it's, like, well, how far exactly? Like, can you, like, take a spaceship there? And it's, like, no, it's an eternity. Well, it's an eternity. It's forever. Oh, so we live forever. Then it's, like, well no um yeah i don't know like you just i don't i don't know i don't i don't don't know (laughs) play with your legos (laughs) (laughs) yeah go play with your legos that's uh i should make a shirt that says go play with your legos yeah you should (laughs) um no and i think uh it's just man it's just something that um so many people are super confident and um then it gets back to the uh we talked about this first episode the because i said so thing it's like They get to a certain point, you get frustrated, and it's like, it's just that it is the way it is. Stop asking me more questions. Um, And then you get frustrated because you don't have an answer, um, and it makes you look deep inside yourself and kind of feel like a a liar because you're like, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm just making stuff up as I go, or I believe that it's a certain way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, it's, um, dude, this whole... uh,
1: You know, it kind of goes back to, I think we said this a couple episodes ago, where it's just, man, it's like one of those things where you're trying to find a way to explain it to your child when you don't fully understand it yourself. You know what I mean? Um, So that's just one of the, you know, one of the obstacles of being a parent, you know, and being a a father figure or being, you know, being a parental figure in somebody's life is just you're trying to explain it to somebody while you're still trying to figure it out yourself
0: bro it's like calculus it is exactly (laughs) like calculus like I love calculus I get it in my head but if I were to try to explain to somebody functions um, and limits uh, from zero to infinity uh, Mm -hmm. and work that calculation out I couldn't yeah. explain it to somebody. But if you put it in front of me, I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. blah. And this equals, you know, negative infinity or whatever. I hate it limits. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's calculus, bro. I mean, it's explaining that to right. a six-year-old. is like calculus. Like, yeah. you can, if you get it, you get it. Um, and you have some vague understanding of what it is, unless you're a mathematician. Um, All right. But if you're not, you you don't know how to explain it to somebody else to where they can get it. Yeah,
1: it's it's kind of like you have a working a working understanding of it. It's like, all right, I know about how this works, but it's like I don't know exactly. Like
0: I'm not an <laughs> yeah. expert on. It. But then you ask them why, like, why is the limit of blah 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 negative right. infinity? You're like, go play with your Legos because I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it is that's how it works
1: right because i said
0: something <laughs> it's all all those cliche parenting right uh taglines um
1: yeah awesome. no i i think i think that's the first simple dad uh simple dad shirt that needs to be made go play with your Lego. <laughs>
0: Uh, so many people would understand that. Just go play with your Legos. Um, hopefully, Lego will let us do it, and we can do some sort of sponsorship or co-branded right. thing. Right. We just got to keep a wholesome podcast, and like, oh yeah, we can do it. That that makes sense. Um, but yeah, man. So awesome. Yeah. So the the general consensus is we don't know how to explain death to a six year old, um, and that's this is where the tagline. Uh, comes from, for the Simple Dad podcast, we are both the senseis and the Padawans. Uh, We're the teachers of some things, um, basic human life functions, uh, but then we're all learning from each other at the same time. So, uh, it's been another good episode, man. Uh, Man. What do you you think? You got any closing thoughts?
1: Man, um, no. (laughs) Like, um, you know, death is a hard thing to do. Like I said, like going back to what I said earlier, man, death is like a hard thing to understand as adults. So I have no idea how to explain it to a child.
0: Yeah. Or to another adult. Or to another adult, right. <laughs> we can have pondering conversations about philosophical meaning right. of life. Um, And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was I watching? Uh I was watching so so before we leave have you watched that show Dave uh little Dicky show uh, yeah
1: I watched like the first four episodes
0: Yeah I think one episode got a little awkward there uh, with his <laughs> toy thing <laughs> <It's too awkward.
1: laughs>
0: But yeah, um, I was like
1: oh wait <laughs> 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 back <laughs>
0: backstage um, Control, odd, delete. <laughs> what is? <this? laughs> but but um, no, there was one where he's talking, and like he goes and visits. Like the most recent episode, I think it's episode six or whatever seven, uh, where he goes and visits his uh, his girl's parents, oh. um, and he's talking about this idea that uh, he's like, why do they give people multiple like life sentences or uh, mul- yeah multiple life sentences or death sentences? He's like, they only get one life. Like, why do they get multiple life sentences? He said, um, he said, lawyers must believe in reincarnation, like because like if they get multiple life sentences, that means they're going to be in jail for their next life. And I was like, huh, well, okay, that kind of makes sense. (laughs) But
1: but if they get reincarnated, there's no there's a chance they might not come back as themselves.
0: So. (laughs) <laughs> like, uh yeah kind of uh, so I, I don't know like it it kind of made <laughs> me think of kind of this this whole idea and I was like man why do we give people multiple <laughs> life sentences because <laughs> know it was something that was meant to be comedic and so dumb but it's kind of like one of those things that like if a child were to ask that question and kids do ask those questions it's like I don't I don't know I mm-hmm.
1: You know that that, that just remind me of um I think it was what's love got to do with it. Um <laughs> I think when Ike Turner told T he was like, If you dial me, I kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like how oh,
0: man. That- <laughs> sweet. All right, man. Uh I'm gonna um I'm fading fast, uh, so <laughs> uh, so we're gonna call it. And we didn't even need all the time that Zoom offered. So I appreciate you, Zoom. Uh, shout out to being the uh, the crutch uh, during these uh, these rough times. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely, man. You know what? Like I on Zoom, Zoom is really winning right now. Like I've seen just about everything on Zoom. I've I've Attended an album release party on Zoom. <laughs> like, like I, I've watched somebody do a, a quarantine concert on Zoom. Last night I was at a comedy, sh- a comedy show through Zoom. So, like, Zoom is like winning right now.
0: Well, it's the funny thing. Like, I was up on Zoom and I was trying to get um, a previous company that I worked at sold on mm-hmm. Zoom because they were using another webinar platform. And I was like, uh, it's like, the things you can do on Zoom with the cloud capabilities is like so much better. And this is 2017. Um, and mm-hmm. then like the, the company that I'm at now, I talked to them because we use a platform, but it's like corporate driven. And I was like, Zoom is so much better. Um, and then the mm-hmm. pandemic happened and it's like, well, hey, there's this thing called Zoom out here that everybody's hopping on. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> They've been out Not here, perfect. but now they're... Yeah, now they're now they're thriving, man, and it, it's looking it's a good look. And now, but honestly, so, man, real quick before we get out of here, but it's it's causing the whole market to um, to catch up. Like, so you have your Microsoft, you have like your Cisco WebExes, and they're all like, oh, this little small platform does all these cool things that you can add, like custom backgrounds, you can do these things, and record, and um, and actually use it as a stable platform. Um, and we we're big, big honchos to the market, and uh, we don't have none of that, like, so we have to catch up to these little guys.
1: Yeah, you know, they these type of people, man, they're gonna be late to their own funeral,
0: <laughs> and they're giving it away. It's free, right. <laughs> you can talk to your family for free, and it's not a corporate enterprise solution. Right. Oh, what are they thinking? Right, so yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, behind the curve again. Uh, this has been another episode of the Simple Dad Podcast. Um, we should call it Life After Death. The, that's the Biggie album, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's call it. Let's call it Life After Death. Um, episode four. Uh, good talking to you, Ramon. Again, um, and, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. day.